Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Good morning. It is Tuesday, April 4th. It is six minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. We're glad you're joining us this morning. Of course, you can follow along on YouTube if you'd like. Just type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. So a new ABC News poll indicates that a majority of Americans are not supporting New York's indictment of Donald Trump. Almost half the country believe it was politically motivated. You think half the country thinking this? Okay, so this poll was released on Sunday and it found that 55% of Americans are not back in the move. Of course, the first time in history a former U.S. president has been charged criminally. Now, the results showed that 32% of Americans opposed the indictment, 23% say they have not decided and 45% support the indictment. It pretty much breaks down along party lines. Yeah, it's it's uh, basically where you would kind of expect it to be. And again, I think when you look at... Um, our society and you look at the amount it goes back to the question that i ask all the time where does all the money go i mean do you ever stop and ponder when you factor in income taxes and property taxes and sales taxes and well they call them excise taxes or fees is the indiana republican party favorite word like when you take it all in where the hell does all the money go I think we all have a vested interest in things and items that benefit our society as a collective. I'm talking police. I'm talking fire. I'm talking a strong military. I'm talking about securing the southern border locally. I'm talking about things like infrastructure, roads, bridges, sidewalks, clean drinking water, sanitary sewer. All of these things I think the average person would look at and say, okay, while I hate taxes, We have to pay for these things in some capacity. Let's suck it up and do it and do it to the most efficient ability possible or most efficiently possible. And let's move forward in society. But when you see things like this and you realize my tax dollars, people of New York's tax dollars in in this case, are being used to facilitate this just complete bullcrap prosecution of something that whether you like Trump or hate Trump, whether I wouldn't want this being Joe Biden being prosecuted for this either, or Bill Clinton or whoever, because it's not a good use of public resources. It is a colossal waste of public resources. Take the, you know, just the whole fear of coming after someone for totally political purposes. It's not a good use of our money. This prosecutor should be going after people who are actually a danger to society, who are actually harming others. There is no victim here. Literally, if you were to look up, if you were to say this is a crime, well, then it is certainly a victimless crime because Stormy Daniels and Donald Trump made an agreement. Nobody was harmed here. I would like this amount of money to stay silent. Okay, we'll give you this amount of money to stay silent. Thank you. Have a nice day. (laughs) And move on. There is no victim here. Okay, so a a plurality of Americans, 47%, say that the charges against him are politically motivated. So where are the rest of people who don't see that? 
That's what that's what I I don't understand. Well, I think you found that the, the number will bear out that there is a huge swath of this country who is so politically motivated now that the 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 fairness or the justice or whatever word you want to use it doesn't matter. And that's a really scary thing because the the they will come for you eventually. Like somebody like Bill Maher has recognized this that they will come for me eventually. Bill Maher, when he takes on the far left, is not doing this because he's not a leftist. He is a, he's a super liberal person. He's doing it because he recognizes eventually they will eat up all the conservatives, and then they'll need some new 60-something-year-old white guys to come for, and there will only be liberals left. And there are so many people now, because they have not been properly educated, because they've not been ta- properly taught taught proper critical thinking skills because they don't understand the history of the country. They don't understand the rule of law who just go, yeah, Trump sucks. Get him. But eventually they'll, they'll get you. That's how all of human history has worked. And it's really scary that while a majority of people don't want Trump indicted or don't believe that this is a good use of resources or they don't support the indictment, however you want to word that it's pretty close. Mm -hmm. It's not all that far off. So These are elected judges in New York, or a elected judge who's going to preside over this. It's got to move someplace else where there can actually be justice rather than politics and ideology. It almost feels like he's not going to get a fair shake no matter what. No, he's not. And that, and that's the major, I mean, that's one of many major problems with this issue. Well, and I wonder if his lawyers are going to make a motion to move it someplace else so here would be the question uh if you know if you're a prosecutor okay one who's the victim there is no victim you can't say the taxpayers or you know whoever is a, is a victim there is no victim two you would ha- you should ask yourself how is society better served by me prosecuting or exploring charges in this case and i would think you would really struggle to an honest broker to answer that question of how, unless there, and maybe we'll find out today, unless there is some sort of bombshell new revelation, Trump or Michael Cohen on Trump's behalf paying Stormy Daniels for her silence about an alleged affair, there is no victim and society is not in any way better served by filing these charges. Okay, so they're not going to allow cameras in the courtroom. And Trump's team said that it's going to create a a circus-like atmosphere at the arraignment. It raises unique security concerns. It's inconsistent with his presumed innocence. And so the judge has prohibited the use of cell phones, laptops, any other electrical device in the courtroom. They're going to allow cameras in the hallway. Uh So if we do see any pictures come out of this, which a lot of people are clamoring for, it's most likely going to be in the hallway. It won't be in the courtroom. So Alan Dershowitz, he was Trump's attorney during impeachment. He freely admits he has never voted for Trump and he will never vote for Trump, which makes Alan Dershowitz exactly what we should want in society. Alan Dershowitz is exactly what we should want. A guy who loathes Trump, loathes his politics, but the rule of law and the Constitution matters to Alan Dershowitz above all else. Alan Dershowitz defended O.J. Simpson. You know Alan Dershowitz knows O.J. Simpson is as guilty as the day is long, but he still defended him because every person has a right to the best 
counsel possible. You know, you have a right to defend yourself. And so he defended O.J. Simpson and he won. Um, He says the only crime that was committed was that of either Bragg's office or the grand jury by leaking the indictment. Well, you know, the point I want to make is that there has been a crime uh, apparently committed right in um, Alvin Bragg's uh, office. The leaking of a grand jury indictment is a felony in New York. And it was obviously not leaked by the Trump team. They were taken by surprise. So it almost certainly was a leak done by either somebody in Bragg's office or somebody who was connected with the grand jury. That's an obvious crime, and it should be investigated. Instead, what they're doing is trying to make a case consistent with Bragg's campaign promise to get Trump. That's the name of my book. I named it after the campaign promises of the attorney general and the district attorney. Uh, and, And it's a very sad day for justice. Look, we haven't seen the indictment. Maybe they have a video of him shooting somebody on Fifth Avenue. But short of that, to go after the president... Uh, former president, but most importantly, the man who's running to become the future president against the head of the Democratic Party. When you're a democratically elected DA who ran on the pro on the platform of get Trump, there's something very, very dangerous about that. But let's keep an open mind. Let's see if the indictment is a slam dunk. If it's not, there really, really is damage being done to our political system and our criminal justice system. Okay, so a lot of pressure on Bragg. Like Dershowitz just said, it's got to be a slam dunk. Nobody thinks this is a slam dunk. And it was originally reported that Trump was going to face about 30 charges. And Dershowitz said that's something that prosecutors do routinely. But now we've heard specifically 34 charges. And that could have only come from Bragg's office. All right, let's take a break, Casey. When we come back, we've got some incredible audio from Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. He apparently believes that there is a huge swath of the American public (laughs) now pulling up to local McDonald's to pilfer their internet to do homework. It's on the way from 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So, you know, on April 1st, that Dylan Mulvaney was announced as the new representative, ambassador, spokesperson, whatever you want to call it, for Bud Light. So this is a man who masquerades as a woman, and for some reason, the public, not the public, the media, the mainstream national media, fawns all over this man pretending to be a woman, and Drew Barrymore got on bended knee and was so excited for him, and blah, blah, blah. Kate Spade has also chosen him as a spokesperson. Kate Spade is a brand of women's clothing. They make high-end dresses and purses. Uh, this is perfect. So, uh, Sticky Frog in the YouTube chat, which, by the way, you can watch us on the YouTube chat, um, said, Dylan, Dylan Mulvaney is the perfect spokesperson for Bud Light since it has been pretending to be beer for decades. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kid Rock had something to say about that, and he's trending this morning. Here he is expressing... Well, yeah. Well, let's point out, so... What you're going to hear yeah. is a large amount of high-capacity weaponry firing, mm-hmm. and his target 
is a couple cases of Bud Light. Yeah. So this is Kid Rock expressing his feelings towards Bud Light. Kevin, I hope you bleeped. <laughs> Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. Bud Light and Anheuser Busch. Have a terrific day. Well, I think we know how Kid Rock feels about that. <laughs> they're, they're, the Bud Light was in shreds, by the way. Also trending this morning, actor John Voight. And I can never say anything about John Voight without thinking about the, the Seinfeld episode. But he has some words about the Biden administration. The Biden administration is a false security for our nation. It's a joke. It's a disgrace. And now we have the greatest chance to make it great again. We must all vote in 2024 for the only president who can take this country and strip away the dirt, the grime, the lies, and make this country what it was meant to be. The greatest country, land of the free, where opportunities were great and we, the people, must see this lie that they have brought upon President Trump. So we were talking yesterday about people moving away from DeSantis and back towards Trump. And yes. I, we heard it from Micah and now people like John Voight expressing it. I think he's always been on the Trump train, but now he's being more public with it than ever. Hot take. Casey, ready for a hot take? Go for it. Uh, all-time greatest John Voight film, Anaconda. <laughs> is w- excellent in that movie. And you're laughing, but let's read the cast of Anaconda. Of course, Anaconda, a 1997 film about a giant snake boa constrictor yeah. uh, light years ahead of its time. You would watch it now and say, well, that looks a little goofy. But at the time, third, 26 years ago, very, very, uh, very, very cutting edge. John Boyd, Jennifer Lopez, Ice Cube, Owen Wilson, and Danny Trejo, all in uh, Anaconda. Were they trying to be serious in that movie, or was it a spoof? John, no, John Boyd is excellent in that movie. He is great. John Boyd is the uh, villain in the movie, and uh, he is he is fabulous. He does play a good villain, doesn't Spoiler he? Spoiler alert, he gets eaten and regurgitated by the snake. <laughs> oh, gross. 22 minutes after 10, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And WIBC. And let's uh, let's talk more about Biden. His <laughs> approval rating has Speaking sunk. of people eaten and regurgitated by snakes. <laughs> His approval rating has gone from 45% to 38%. Of course, inflation has been a big focal point during his presidency. You remember when it peaked at 9.1%. You remember that. You felt it. You're still feeling it. You know the thing. You know the thing. Only 31% of people who were polled approved of his handling of the economy and you know. Now he's recently made a stop. He was just there yesterday. He was in the Twin Cities, eh? He was visiting a business that the White House says will be key in the future of green energy. He was up there at the Cummins Power Generation Facility in Fridley. Okay, so we're going to play this audio. And sometimes Biden will say things, and I wonder, is he literally just reading the prompter? Does he believe the thing he's saying, or is it a mixture of him reading the prompter and believing the thing he says, or is he just actually, is none of that actually accurate, and he's just pulling it out of his ass and making things up? Because he is about to claim 
that there is a huge portion of the country who is, in the words of, was, was Biden the one who used the phrase so poor and so black? Wasn't it Biden? Was Biden the one who used that? They were so poor and they were so black. Um, that is so poor that they are forced to go to McDonald's, sit in the parking lot, and pilfer internet to do their homework. And these investments mean, by the way, you moms and dads who didn't have that internet available to you, next time your kid has to do homework online, you don't have to pull up in front of McDonald's and work off their power. I'm not joking. (laughs) He looked around like he was waiting for applause and approval. I'm not joking. You with me? And it was crickets. (laughs) So this is all part of his Investing in America tour. I'm sorry, Biden's was the one. Biden was the poor kids are just as bright as white kids was the the one that Biden said yes. Uh, So he is claiming, and in case you look at someone who visits the McDonald's on a regular basis, I do not see at any McDonald's I am ever at, and I visit McDonald's all across central Indiana and all sorts of uh, income levels of the people who might be visiting the McDonald's, I do not see... Uh, a bevy of people. Now, is there someone who may pull up to a local McDonald's and go, wow, they have Wi-Fi? I'm going to pull over and do that real quick. Is it a hot spot? Absolutely. Does that happen? Absolutely. I'm sure it does, as it does with many other restaurants. Absolutely. However, the idea that on a regular basis, there is a cavalcade of young people (laughs) who are either in the parking lot or the store on a consistent basis doing their homework at the McDonald's, I have never, ever, ever, never, ever seen that on any sort of substantial level. When do you think the last time was that Joe Biden actually went to a McDonald's? I mean, we know Trump's been to one recently. Yeah, well, Trump loves McDonald's. In Ohio, where Biden still has not visited, by the way, just a reminder of that. But, I mean, he's not in touch with reality at all. This is all part of the administration announcing this high-speed internet for communities, $502 million. Just yesterday, the U.S. Department of Agriculture announced $40 million going in New Mexico, where they're putting more internet lines so uh, that people don't have to go to McDonald's. R- real quick, because we have these and Kev pulled them, mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to do a real quick double shot of what in the world is Biden saying. Mm-hmm. And we'll just play these real quick and maybe you can interpret to me what he was saying at this at this very same event. Okay. When it comes to the top down, my dad's kitchen table, not much dropped on that kitchen table from the top down. <laughs> is he saying his dad can, was Can we do overweight? that one real quick again, Kev, real quick, just to make sure we all heard that properly? When it comes to the top down, my dad's kitchen table, not much dropped on that kitchen table from the top down. Okay, so he's throwing three different things together that are buzzwords or trying to be homey. He needs to make a complete thought. He likes saying from the top down. Uh He likes saying kitchen table. And then he likes to refer to his dad. Oh, but wait, there's more. Okay. Plus, my economic plan is building more clean energy future made in America. Not in America, made in America. <laughs> one more time, Kevin. We could do that one more time. Plus, my economic plan is building more clean energy future made in America. 
Not anywhere else. Made in America. Uh, not anywhere. He's trying to say not anywhere else. Made in America. Not anywhere else. Instead, he said made in America. He's got the same issue that Fetterman has where he just starts skipping words. Like he's speaking a sentence, but he starts skipping words. Here's what I actually think happens. So he's under anesthetic. And, and uh, Kurt Darling uh, can back me up on this because they, while they don't do this in the WIBC newsroom, but very rarely, sometimes I think Biden gets reading his newscast. In this case, it would be from the teleprompter, not the newscast, but reading from the teleprompter. And he gets going so fast that he goes ahead of how his brain can function. His mouth isn't. And then it's it's like the parts are not lining up. So he has to pause to try to let his brain catch up to where he'd been reading. (laughs) And then he's totally confused because he's out of whack. Kurt, has that ever happened to you while reading the newscast? Oh, yeah. All the time, actually. (laughs) The thing is, though, I actually work in breaks to where I actually have like planned pauses yes so that way tra- i can actually you know get through it you're a tra- you're a trained professional with all your mental faculties that's the difference between you and joe biden well trained yes professional that's uh <laughs> hey the news that's is questionable. Next. it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc it's time to hear from you kendall and casey present voicemails Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. Oh, let's hear from you. Your questions, comments, smart remarks, your voicemails with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It is 1033. All right. So a whole host of calls and, um, well, caller wanted to weigh in on this whole Trump Stormy Daniels thing and he had one of the well he summed it up with one of the great takes in the history of this program really I'll just uh just turn it over to the voicemails I've been wondering for a long time now why Stormy Daniels was not charged indicted arrested for prostitution and or extortion uh admitting to having a sexual relations with Donald Trump and him paying her $130,000. That's got to be one of the most expensive rolls in the hay in history. <laughs> it wasn't yeah, you can the, laugh at that, Kev. That's funny. It wasn't for the roll in the hay. It was for the cookies that she made for him. <laughs> Come on. I love that. That's got to be one of the most expensive rolls in the hay in human history. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a good point, though. He does make an interesting point, right? And now, there's obviously a fine line between an agreement amongst consenting adults and extortion, as uh, the dean famously, or the mayor famously said in Animal House, if you mention extortion one more time, I'll have your legs broken. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just going to leave this money on the dresser. Well, because- if you take it, you can. If you don't, it's okay, too. It's just going to be here for you. And, and I'm sure she did this through an attorney. Now, interestingly <laughs> enough, she got in, in bed. Uh, well, maybe that's the wrong word to use with Stormy Daniels. <laughs> she got in business with Michael Avenatti, who went to jail over, I believe it was extortion, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Was it Nike or whoever it was? And uh, so I don't, I don't think he was her attorney at the time. But there is a very fine line and how you word things, and that's why you consult your legal counsel before you go, uh, you know, shooting off the mouth. But uh, he does raise an interesting point. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, So yesterday, of course, we had a little problem with the 
facilities here and people not putting things back yeah. and um some, we, we got zip ties out today though well all is well kind of pathetic that as grown people we have to zip tie our equipment together to ensure that others decide that they're going to just move things and not put them back but uh uh had a listener call in with a little advice on how to treat these people who don't want to put things back oh boy Hey, Robin, Katie, just listening to Rob Durant about people not putting things back for him on Monday morning. So here's some uh, parenting advice that I, you can take with it or uh, treat your employer, your coworkers like children. Um, when my boys were younger and I wanted them to clean their rooms and they would, you know, do a half-ass job with it, and tell me it was clean, I would say that's not up to my standard. So I took pictures of what their room looked like clean after I cleaned it once. And then they had a picture to refer to <laughs> of what clean looked like. So I did that in their bedrooms and bathrooms. And it worked. So there's my advice for you. Take pictures of how you want it all put back together and see if that helps. Good luck. Take care. God bless. <laughs> When she said parenting advice, the whole time you were ranting about this yesterday, I just kept thinking, oh, just wait until that baby's born because there's going to be stuff scattered all over your house that you're going to have to deal with. But the difference is my baby is a baby. Yeah. As in a just born baby. Mm -hmm. I would expect that from a just born baby or a toddler or a whatever I would not expect it from grown-ass people who are just too lazy to put things back where they found them. What do you think about that? Take a I picture like and say... I like it. It's <laughs> doing all, well, I mean, all I mean, staff email. I mean, it's kind of pathetic because there's really only two things, right? For that you can't see it, obviously, if you're seeing us. But there really only are two items in question. The camera itself, mm -hmm. which just sits right where if you're looking at it, it just sits there, right? And then there's a light, which sits over our shoulder, do I need to take a picture of that? Apparently. I mean, all of these people who are on the weekends also work here during the week, so they have seen where the stuff is when they fill in on various shows. So I don't think I would need to take a picture, but maybe I do. Kevin and I had your back this morning. We came in. The, you did. We came in the studio early. It was awesome. We made sure everything was set. You didn't have to deal with it. I got some zip ties. We magically made everything wonderful for you. You guys... We sprinkled love over everything, Rob. You guys did so great, and I can't even begin to tell you how uh, wonderful you did. I think the conversation went something like, uh, Kevin, Rob, Rob's a little tired and maybe a bit cranky today. Let's make sure the camera's all set. <laughs> but we've been telling them about this camera. How long have we been telling them that there is something seriously wrong with the camera and the camera stand? Uh, since about two weeks after we launched the YouTube channel. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think what we got to do from here going forward mm -hmm. is just leave the camera in place and just adjust the lens. I'm happy so that... to just to bring my own tripod you know, I do a, used to do a lot of sports broadcasting, and we do video broadcasting. I'm half tempted just to bring my own tripod from home because I think that camera would hook into it. Yeah, and then there wouldn't be a problem. Are you going to take your own tripod home with you every week? I might have to because clearly people have no regard for other other people's stuff. Put your name on it. This is property of Rob Kendall. And what does this say about our society that someone is not like? 
you know what? I moved that, and it's not mine. And it was clearly there for a reason, and I would know it's there for a reason as I work in this building, the weekend people do occasionally. Now, I've already removed the home and garden people because they don't YouTube, they don't stream, they don't whatever. And Denny Smith has already said it wasn't us, and Denny Smith has just impeccable credentials. By process of elimination, you're getting down to the bottom of things, yeah, aren't you? Abs- oh, I already know who it was. It's already <laughs> been revealed. And we'll deal with that at a later time. Okay. Um, okay, one more call. Uh, I'm totally, totally I'm brain crap. Surprise me, Kev. Hey, this is Steve. Monday afternoon about 3.55. Just to let you guys know, Speedway gas stations raise their price from 3.59 to 3.95. So they must know that whoever over there overseas is cutting their oil production. Again, Speedway gas station raised their price today, Monday, from 3.59 to 3.95. Thanks for listening to you guys all the time. Talk to you later. Bye. That's that's a hefty jump. Okay, so he's talking about the Saudi-led OPEC. They announced over the weekend that they are cutting production of oil. They're cutting 1.16 million barrels a day. Isn't it amazing how quick when the announcement that they're cutting production that it goes Just up? like that. But then when, hey, we're increasing production, it takes like seven weeks. For it to catch up. Yeah, prices already spiking about 6% more pain at the pump and they're saying okay so this is gas prices your energy bills it's going to affect everything and again grocery prices are going to go up because of this cut in oil production because all that all those goods have to get there somehow and they're on trucks and the trucks run on gas and the gas is costing more money so that's all going to get passed on to you and this is happening right as we head into the high travel summer months. Well, and, and uh, I made a calculated decision this morning. I did not have enough gas to make it to work. Oh. So I got enough gas to make it to work. Mm-hmm. And I made a calculated choice that the super cheap gas by where you live, in which I will probably risk life and limb, and I'm going to remove this DeSantis sweatshirt before I get out of my car will still be cheaper than what I was would have paid for it in Brownsburg. So I'm going to see if it pays off here in about uh, an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. Why do you think you have to remove the DeSanta sweatshirt? Well, Casey, I don't want to assume the voting record of the people in that general vicinity in which you live, yeah. but yeah. I'm going to guess... It wasn't for Trump. Yeah. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC. And let me say this one final time for Andy in the YouTube chat. I don't expect my kid to be perfectly clean all the time. (laughs) All I expect, and this is apparently a big deal for a lot of people, is for grown-ass adults to put things back where they found them. (laughs) Hammer's next. It's 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Ten forty-seven. it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hammer joins us in the studio. And Hammer, you and the WIBC listeners... Absolutely amazing yesterday. All of that good work that you did for the victims of the tornadoes. I mean, it was, it's it's just incredible. Every single time we ask our listeners to help, 
they step up every single time. Rob and I talk about this all the time. Nige and I mention it. Casey, you haven't been here as long as we have, but I think you have figured it out. The WIBC listeners are the best listeners in radio. They're passionate. They, I think, are thankful that we're talking about the things that we talk about in a way that we do. We try to do brutal honesty around here. And when it comes time to help somebody out, they're more than willing to extend that hand and help out their fellow Hoosiers. And that's what we did yesterday. You know, yesterday was something that maybe had one day's worth of promotion. That's something Nigel and I came up with on Sunday. Let's help some tornado victims around here because five people died, 17 tornado touchdowns. A lot of people had you know their homes and livelihood destroyed. Let's raise a little money for these people. So thanks to our friends at the Salvation Army, uh, Kroger, the Red Cross, uh, the Civic Center down in Sullivan, Indiana, City Hall of Sullivan, we were able in just a few hours to raise over eleven thousand dollars. Yeah, it's amazing. Now it's not a million dollars, you know, but I think that money goes for a long way. So. Again, very humbled at the listeners. Yeah, and you know, it's amazing you guys do that, but it does lift the veil that you are not a complete a hole. And so, you know, you know the thing. It's like at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi, where you find out Darth Vader's not such a bad guy after all. You know, helps out his son a little bit there toward the end. That's where I feel like I'm at right now. You have some audio for us today. So, we helped out the Indiana tornado victims yesterday. And keep in mind, tornadoes rocked a big Mm -hmm. portion of this country this past weekend. Yeah. You guys played the audio of Joe Biden going down to Mississippi yeah. to review the storm damage, and the city was called Rolling Fork. Mm-hmm. And again, I can't stress that enough, Rolling Fork. <laughs> Here is what Joe Biden had to say. The town of Rolling Stone will be back. Uh, Rolling Stone? And we'll be with you every step of the way. And I, did I, what did I say? I, I didn't, I said Rolling Fork, Rolling Stone. I got my mind going here. No, you don't. You that's, don't have your mind going. That's the president of the United States, Casey. Yes, that's the that, opposite of having your mind going. That would be your number one seed in Biden madness next year. <laughs> I got my mind going here. <laughs> Rolling Stone. Like, he doesn't even know where he's at. Rolling Stone. So we started thinking, all right, maybe Hammer and Nigel Records could put together some sort of duet collaboration oh, yeah. and try to help Joe Biden out. Like, here's what it would sound like if Joe Biden partnered with Bob Dylan. A complete <laughs> Wait for it. Like Rolling Stone. <laughs> Rolling Stone. I can't believe you did that to the greatest song ever written. You should be utterly ashamed of yourself. He's like, he's on pitch, he's on beat. It was amazing. <laughs> But as they said in the Freedom Rock commercial, but wait, there's more. <laughs> Turn How about it up. Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show? We take all kind of pills to give us all kind of thrills, but the thrill we never know. Yeah. Turn it up. It's the thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. <laughs> see my picture on the cover of the Stone. people in Mississippi. <laughs> and to celebrate National Women's Month, uh-huh. we thought Joe Biden should partner with Tina Turner. <laughs> I 
Patron. <laughs> <laughs> I got my mind going here. Uh-huh. And for those of you who might not be familiar with those artists, mm-hmm. maybe you grew up watching the Attitude Era of WWE. Oh, no. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jim Ross. Oh, yeah! It's off the- Stone. Stone. I got my mind going here. Is he talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin? He would be. Nice. So a uh, little Hammer and Nigel records for you. Hat tip to Big Nige yes. for uh, hooking you know, it up. We, we're critical of Nige because he never shows up to work, but darn it, when he does, he is one of the... <laughs> I've always said this. Nigel is one of the greatest broadcasters in the history of this city. Yes, yes. Great interviewer. And when he's sober, he is phenomenal. <laughs> Just unassuming back there in his studio. Uh, did you watch the game last night? What a turd. Yeah. Right? We were talking about this in the back. Like, everybody loves March Madness the first couple days. Yeah. Oh, look at all these upsets. Furman with a buzzer beater, and Purdue just got beat by a 16 seed mm. that didn't even win their own conference mm. tournament. Wow, this is madness. That's fun for the first two days. Yeah. But after that, you want, as the Macho Man would say, the cream to rise yeah. to the top. <laughs> and you kind of want a Blue Bloods Final Four. Yeah. Now, I put Connecticut in that category. Connecticut's got five national championships now. But you kind of want Kansas and Duke and North Carolina and those types of programs because if not you have a crappy elite eight a boring final four and then with all due respect to san diego last night go bleep yourself san diego they didn't deserve to be there come on it was, the game was just boring right right and i need a hero and a villain i don't know about you i need a hero and a villain someone to cheer for and someone to cheer against and i was cheering against both of these teams you didn't like you didn't want i, I wanted you kind of win there was money riding on that oh so. well yeah, I mean, it if, came you, out if okay. you got your wallet right. is on the line, sure, sure. sure. But I'm saying the casual, poor viewer like me. Uh, <laughs> so how does this make you feel as an Indiana fan? Let's say in 1987, you just watched Keith Smart hit the shot. Yeah. The Hoosiers have won their fifth championship. Since then, UConn has won five of them. Duke has won more than that, surpassing Indiana, who's not won another one since. Does that say more about the landscape of college basketball getting better or the mismanagement of the Indiana program for the last 30 years? Well, to coach, to quote the bad guy coach of the Hawks in the movie The Mighty Ducks, you're not even a has-been, you're a never-was. Oh, I mean, I mean, they, they, they were. You got to be thirty-five years old, Hammer. You'd be third if you were born, right? Thirty-five years old. Okay, so you had the run in two thousand two that was kind of an accidental. Nobody saw that coming. Run, and that team was great, and they went to the national championship game. But then you have to go all the way back to the Calbert Cheney, Damon Bailey, Greg Graham teams of 92, 91, 92, 93, 94. You're, right. st- you're still talking 30 years be- be- since I used had any relevance. What I'm saying is, if you could jump in the time machine, would you have taken the bet that before Indiana wins banner number six, Connecticut would have five championships and Duke would have more than that? No way. Nobody would have seen that coming. Because you look at that string there, you know, 76 and was it 81, 87. All right. Maybe even if they have a bad run, 10 years later, they'll be back. Nope. We would have thought nope. Bob Knight would have got fired for telling some kid, my name is not Hey Knight. 
Have you ever friend that guy on social no, media? No, Kent Harvey. No, I was kind of hoping somebody in our audience would know him and would do a mutual introduction, you know, a reach out <laughs> or something, because I didn't want to be that weirdo. That Kent Harvey is the kid who Bob Knight allegedly grabbed by the arm and said, my name is not hey, hey, Knight. Knight. It's Coach Knight or Mr. Knight. And then his dad was 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 kind of a agitator broadcaster down in Bloomington, his stepdad, I think it was. Who So everybody said, well, he wanted to get Knight fired. So I've for years held a grudge against Kent Harvey. We found him on social media, but I don't know. I didn't want to be a weirdo. Do you want to troll him? Because I don't want to be Stalking. his friend. I want to tell him he sucks and he, ru- <laughs> he, he ruined, ruined IU basketball. Hey, you want a hot take? Please. I know you don't have the sports betting show going right now on Wish. That comes back during football season. But do you want to do you want a hot bet? Bring it. You know, the Masters is Thursday. And I'm doing something special this year for the Masters. All odds 130 to 1 and above. Doing okay. four long shots this year. And I'll uh but I know off the rails the tournament will start by the time we do that. My big long shot this year. Are you ready? Bring it. This is a household name. Here you can that. thank me later. Adrian Moronk. Who the hell is that? 350 to 1, brother. Adrian, Adrian Moronk. 350 to 1. He's that- a Polish golfer. Nobody knows who he is. He won twice overseas last year. Adrian Moronk, 350 to 1. That sounds like the kind of guy that Mike Tyson beats early on in Mike Tyson's punch out. Glass Jaw Joe and Adrian Moronk. Adrian Moronk is either going to shoot 64 or 94 the first day of the Masters, brother. Let's go! What's coming up this afternoon? Keeping an eye on the weather. Could have some more storms late tonight. Marcus Bailey will join us. Thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey. It's 93 WIBC.